Hi, this is Terry Dismore, and you're listening to the Quiz the Diz podcast. Terry brings years of experience in consulting, management, leadership, and life. In this podcast, Terry answers questions about these topics, bringing wisdom from a kingdom perspective. Our website is quizthediz.com. Now here's the Diz. Hey, boy, do I have some good news for you today. We're going to be talking about giving. I hear the yay going off out there right now. Everybody's like, oh, boy, that's exciting. Well, it actually is exciting because if you understand giving, you'll understand receiving. And if you understand receiving, you'll understand the flow of blessing that God wants to bring into your life. So I want to talk to you about that a little bit today. Uh, Last week, my local Christian radio station here in town was having their annual fundraiser. And um, I don't know how much they were trying to raise, but they raised most of it, if not all of it. I didn't hear the end of the show, but I know that they normally raise almost all that they go after. And I bless them for that. There's a lot that goes into running a radio station, let me tell you. I've done it before, and I know that it isn't easy. And making your budget is not always easy at all in that. But the giving that they were doing and the requests that they were making were predicated on giving so that others might have hope. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong at all with that. But in talking with Nay about it, my wife, uh, a bit, I said, you know, there's something missing there. And I think what was missing was some teaching on why to give and how to give and what to expect. And in this podcast this week, I'm going to talk about some of these things. I may not get to all of them today. If I don't, we'll talk about it next week. But the the Lord said this, and this is something that is written in the book of Acts. It says, it is more blessed to give than to receive. Now, that's Paul talking and tell us something, telling us something that Jesus himself said. So why is it more blessed to give than to receive? Well, I believe it's because there is a flow to it. All right, let me explain what I mean by that. In Luke 6, 38, it says this, Give, and it will be given to you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over, will be poured into your lap. For the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Now, in that, there's a flow to giving. Did you realize that? Let me read it to you again. Given, it will be given to you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over, will be poured into your lap. For with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. That's Luke 6, 38. So why does Jesus say it's more blessed to give than to receive? It's because when you give, it starts the flow of reception. When you receive, it doesn't start a flow of anything. It's just a flow into your life. So when you're giving, it will be given back to you. Now, that may be something you don't like. I mean, I was like that at one time in my life. As a matter of fact, I'll tell you a quick story. Nay and I were, I was a poor Christian disc jockey. We didn't make much money. And, um, I Nay was sick and we had medical expenses and had all these things going on. And I just wouldn't have any money. And so at our church that we were attending at the time, this is back in new Albany, Indiana, many years ago, every Wednesday night, they would have a dinner. It was always a good dinner and it never cost anything. It was just the church people got together and made dinner. If you could pay something great, if you couldn't, that was understood, understood. And so we went on Wednesday night. And I prayed before we went. I said, Lord, I pray that we receive what we need because we didn't even have, we had one can of beans in the house. I think that was really all we had, maybe some crackers. And that was about it. There was nothing to eat in the house and payday was several days off. 
I was like, Lord, we really need somebody to do that. So we go to church and it was almost like we weren't there. I mean, we ate a meal that was all well and good, but we didn't get anything from anybody. And I was so disappointed. I was so angry. We get in the car and we drive back home and we lived about a mile from the church. And where we parked was on a little incline up above our house. And, and I parked there and I, you know, didn't stomp down the steps, but I was kind of dejected. You know, that walk you get when you're kind of feeling low. And so I walked down the steps and over to my back porch and I couldn't see in the back porch, uh, walking down the steps. Well, when I opened the door, it was so full of stuff, food and supplies for the house and all sorts of stuff. And I, I couldn't see. Well, I, it was like, oh my gosh, somebody did this to this day, this very day. I don't know where it came from, but I do know this, that they gave and I received, I didn't want to receive that way. It wasn't the way I was expecting it, but it was the way the Lord provided for us. Well, it's all well and good. I don't care how I receive, but I learned an important lesson that night. First of all, don't tell God how you want to receive something because it's not going to come that way. Secondly, it is do receive things. Now you've done this. Somebody hands you a $20 bill or offers uh, even better yet offers to pay for your lunch. And, oh, you don't have to do that. And our pastor even mentioned this in a sermon this week. He said, when you tell somebody you don't want to receive from them, it's an affront to God because God wants to provide for you in some way. And you're saying, no, I don't want to take that. Now, I agree with that wholeheartedly. And I also look at it a slightly different way that when somebody says, I want to bless you and you don't take it, what have you been taught? You've been taught that if you don't take it, you're denying them a blessing. Well, I don't agree with that. And let me tell you why. So the person that's giving you something has something in their hand or they want to give you something and you don't receive it. Is my action going to cut off the blessing God had for them? No, it's not because he sees their heart. My heart may be hardened to receiving, but their heart is not hardened to giving. So he's going to bless their activity. And he is going to say to you, to me, hey, look, Terry, I tried to get 20 bucks to you and you wouldn't take it. Or I tried to get a free meal. As a matter of fact, one time a guy was going to buy my lunch for me. And I said, oh, you don't have to do that. And he said, let me ask you a question. Are you saved? And I'm like, well, yeah. He said, and so you're telling me that you can accept the best gift ever given in humankind, a free gift of Jesus Christ, and you can't take a free lunch from me? What's wrong with you? And that's a darn good question. What is wrong with you if you don't know how to receive? So let's go back to that verse again, Luke 6, 38. Give, and it will be given to you. So first of all, the activity starts with you. You need to give. Now, some people call it, and it's called in the Bible, planting seed. It's sowing seed in a certain direction. Do you know what the Bible says about that? It says God will provide seed for the sower, bread for the eating, and he will increase your store of seed as you give. Now, that's a law. That's a principle in the New Testament we have to pay attention to. Because if you don't pay attention to that, you don't get the whole thing. It's all about sowing and reaping. Everything that Jesus talks about in the kingdom of God has to do something with sowing and reaping. Whether you're sowing discord, you're going to reap discord. As a matter of fact, right before Luke 6, 37, it says this, do not judge. You won't be judged if you do not judge. Do not condemn and you will not be condemned. Forgive and you will be forgiven. 
And then it goes on to say, given, it will be given to you. So they're all, they all kind of go together. There's an action and a reaction. So don't judge and you won't be judged. Don't condemn and you won't be condemned. Forgive and you'll be forgiven. Give and it will be given to you. So those are some, those are some real good principles that you have to hold on to when you're looking at why things aren't working in your life. What are you not giving and what are you not receiving? Who are you saying no to? Now, we do have uh, in this country, in the United States, we do have the ability to receive something from other people that we don't have to work for. So we call it welfare or aid to dependent children, whatever it might be. Sometimes that's necessary. But I think the problem that we've got with our welfare system in this country is this. There is no requirement for the giver, which is the taxpayer, to have any oversight over the receiver. Now, that doesn't mean that if somebody hands me a $20 bill, they can expect to watch me for the rest of my life. But if somebody hands me a $20 bill and I'm in need, they're probably going to expect me to spend it responsibly. But if I don't have anybody standing there watching me, if I find a $20 bill on the ground, I can spend it like I want to. Now, I'm not saying that we need people out there going, you want to spend that. You can't have any, uh, you know, cookies at the grocery store if you're using food stamps. Not what I'm saying at all. What I'm saying is there's no, there is no responsibility on the part of the giver to be careful about who he gives to. Uh, we've had an instance in our lives, and I won't say too many specifics here because I think the person listens to pod, this podcast, but we've given stuff away before and then seen how it was treated. And it's like, well, that's not good. Why is it being treated like that? Well, it's because it wasn't appreciated. There was nothing done to earn it. And I'm not saying that we have to earn things. That's not the point. What I am trying to say is when you do receive someone something from someone, you need to treat it with the respect that it deserves, the respect that they deserve for saying, you know, it's in my heart to give you something. So please receive it from me. Great. So that's a really good thing. So that's the beginning of knowing why to give. Because if you don't know why to give, and that was one of the problems that they had at the radio station last week, is they never taught why to give. They taught that if you gave, you were going to help somebody that needed hope. That's all well and good. I don't have a problem with that. That's not really vision. That's just help. That's just like, it's almost like alms. It's almost like giving somebody a gift on the street corner. It's not, I get that, it's a little overstated, but hey, if, it's, if I don't overstate it, it's not me. You know what I'm saying? So what, I, what I'm trying to get across to you is when you give, when you make up your mind that you're going to give, you are going to start receiving, and, and, and so expect it. Now, that doesn't, that doesn't mean that you're giving to get. And let me talk to you a little bit about that, too. I've been accused by people and heard from people, I don't like that prosperity stuff. And I'm like, okay, what do you not like about it? Well, I don't think God's like that. I'm okay. Well, point it out in the Bible to me where God is not like that. I'd be glad to look into that if you ever can find it, which they can't. And let me tell you why people are offended by it is because he wants to do it regardless of how we act. And that's when you, when you feel like you're not worthy of receiving something, it's called an orphan mentality. Yeah, yeah, and I did say the word orphan. Now, sometimes people don't understand what I mean when I say orphan. I mean somebody that doesn't know who their father is. So I was reading the other day in a book from Life Hetland called Call to Rain. It says this, in God's design, 
we are something already, so we have everything we need, and then we can do whatever we want to. In the world system, he's, he's talking this way. He says, we do things so that we can have things, and then we are somebody. See the reversal? So in God's design, we are something, so we have everything, and then we can do anything. That's the sign that you are a son or a daughter. In other words, you're fully grafted in. You're adopted into the family. If you're still living in the world system, then you can do a lot of stuff. You'll work as hard as you can to have everything you want, that boat, that house, that car, and then you are somebody. And honestly, you never are somebody in that system because it's an orphan system. It's a system of orphan. It is a system of being cut off from the father. So I, I just wanted to throw that in there a little bit because that's important about why you give. You want to give because your, your father's been very good to you. He has been very good to you. But he also says he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So when, you try, when he tries to reward you, because he's going to use somebody else's checkbook, you know. There's not a checkbook down at that Chase Bank that says God on it, and, you know, uh, account number one. No. He uses somebody else's checkbook. He touches somebody else's heart. And that's the problem, again, going back to the welfare system that we have in this country right now, is nobody's heart's being touched to help the poor people uh, in through the taxing and welfare system. It's all just, well, we're going to take it and give it to somebody. You don't have any say over it. But now when somebody like the Salvation Army or somebody like that goes in or like what's going on in Maui right now where there are millions of dollars going in there to help people, you saw what the government did, and now you're seeing what the individuals do, what private individuals do. There's almost always more in individual giving than there is in government help until, you know, they just pour money on it to make it go away. And so I, I think that that the thing that we that we miss when we're talking about giving is the importance of being able to receive and being in the position to receive. So give and it will be given to you, pressed down, shaken together and running over. Shall men give unto your bosom with the measure you use, so shall it be measured back to you. So on the next podcast, what I'd love to talk about is not why to give. We talked about that this week, but it's how to give. All right. And that's very important on how to give. So you want to tune in next week for that podcast. I appreciate it so much. By the way, our website is quizthatis.com. I'd love to hear from you at my email address. It's terry at quizthatis.com. So subscribe to our podcast. Be sure to rate it on your favorite podcast app. And remember, God has a plan for you, and we're here to help you find it. The Quiz the Diz podcast is produced by Prosper Leadership. Thanks for listening, and be sure to subscribe and let your friends know about Quiz the Diz.